morning and welcome to Bite Size. My name is Yoni Pollock and it's a Wednesday, so I'm your host today from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Yeah, we're extra happy today. Why is that? Why is that? Can anyone take a guess? Why are we extra happy today? It's because my flight home is today. We're headed south where the weather's normal. Where everyone's nicer. No offense. And it's vacay time. Yeah. Passover, Pesach is, uh, what is it? Oh my gosh, it's Friday. My flight today, let me tell you a little something. Okay, it's a little rainy today. It's a little rainy today down in the H. But should make it in some storms. Eh, that's what happens in Houston. If you know Houston, Houston's got storms, okay? That's fine. Let me tell you what else we got. Thursday. A high of 83 degrees. Friday, 81. Saturday, 81. Sunday, 84. Yeah, 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 yeah. How's that for some weather? How's that for some sun? Yeah, I'm kind of pumped. I'm kind of pumped. Because I'm still stuck here right now where I see the 40s and I'm just like, it's going to be April. When's April? What is it? What is it? Was it Shabbos? Sunday? turns April and I told my roommate yesterday I said if I come back to New York on Sunday April what is it 8th 9th and it dares to even reach above 50 degrees boy am I gonna be upset boy am I gonna walk back on I'm gonna get off the plane I'm gonna walk back on that plane I'm gonna say nope nope I'm staying on this plane until it gets higher than 50 what 80 folks I've got 80 coming up you think I'm gonna come back here for 50s heck no no freaking way. But I'm excited. I'm excited to go. My, I haven't been home since uh, Sugis. <clears throat> That's what it's like for us out-of-town folk. We can't make it home at any other time. It's usually Sukkis and Pesach. My two times a year I go home. My two times a year where I... Uh, it's usually when my dentist appointments are. still go back home for my dentist. Usually any other random appointments I got to take care of. I'm also pumped because it's baseball. And I know this isn't my sports show, but I think a lot of our listeners can still appreciate baseball seasons back. And uh, that means my team, my town, my city. It's time to defend the flag. Defend the ring. Defend the trophy. Coming off our first World Series we get to defend it, and it works out perfectly for me because I get home tonight. And actually, tomorrow there there, there is, is opening day, like mom-ish opening day. And Houston actually opens up in Texas and Dallas, in Arlington, I should say, playing those Rangers. And I was thinking, I should drive up. It's a 2.30 game. Wake up, go to Minion, get in a car with my friend. Let's go drive about four hours. Let's go to opening day. But... I think I'm going to hold off on that. I should probably tell my friend that, but uh, yeah, whatever. I'll watch with him instead. But then it's Pesach until, uh, what is it? It's Friday night, Saturday night, so until Sunday night. Monday, the Astros come home for their opening ring ceremony, and they get Baltimore Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I plan on going to all three of those games. An emotional series it'll certainly be for the city and for everyone there, and then it's the last few days, and then we uh, 
I have to come back here and real life begins all over again. It's like a cycle for me. I, I, I mean, thankfully, in a way, I, I get to go home and it's vacation. So I have these like built in these like at least twice a year and they're usually, you know, four or five, they're five, six months apart, whatever it is. Um, and it helps to me kind of reset because sometimes, you know, I, especially during this stretch, during this winter stretch, not that I get homesick, but I just like, I need to, I need to get out of this rhythm where it's kind of, you know, wake up, work, come back from work, hang out with my roommates, go to sleep, wash, rinse, repeat type thing. You know, it, it's good to have some change and I've been in kind of this rhythm and usually, actually, even more thankfully, here at the network, we travel. So it works out nicely for me. Think, you know, that, that I'm, I'm in a week in Israel, a week in Venice, a week in Paris. You never know where we're going to be, right? Because sometimes the, the same routine, where I do like routine, sometimes the routine just, just not, I wouldn't say gets bored, it just gets dry, gets, you know, where I need to switch it up, which is why, you know, I like traveling in general. Whether it's for work, whether it's, you know, this past summer I went to Iceland and Norway. This summer still trying to work on what this trip's going to be this summer, but always down for suggestions, by the way. Kind of floating different things. India's been floated. Switzerland's been floated. Somewhere South America's been floated, but some of us are worried about Zika, so I'm not sure about that. I'm kind of trying to push Panama, by the way. I don't know. I'm kind of feeling Panama, but... That might take more convincing. Maybe back to doing some like Ireland to Scotland type thing, but that'd be kind of similar to what we've done already. I don't know. We'll see. But and then obviously the United States. And I, I think I said this at the time when I was traveling, and I'm kind of going off topic a bit. But um, a lot of people want the flashy factor of maybe going out of the country, and it's cool and it's great, and there's so much to see in this world. And I certainly, certainly, certainly uh, suggest suggest and would you know tell anyone and everyone to go travel i think it's awesome um you know live the world be of the world i i think there's a value to it which is ironic because back in like high school i was every one of those traveling I was like why are you traveling like who cares what are you spending money on that now like i see the importance and value of it totally the opposite side of the spectrum there for me um but my point is that it just in america forget about north america in the united states of america there's so many cool things to do go to the west coast Go to the Midwest, see what, you know, rural America is. Up and down the East Coast, you know. You want to go to Florida? Maybe drive to Florida. Maybe make it a week trip to Florida. We go to West Virginia, the Carolinas, Georgia. There's so many cool things in this country. From swamps to mountains to prairies, desert area. Everything and anything you want is in this country. But, I mean, basically my whole point is travel, travel, travel. And that I love traveling. Um, okay, so as you know, I'm I'm super duper pumped to get out of New York. Super duper pumped for baseball season. But I'm also super duper pumped for the rest of this episode. We have some Pesach music. And I was trying to decide if I should do full Pesach Half music, half Pesach. I decided to kind of do half regular, half Pesach. Maybe more towards Pesach. Basically because Sphere is going to come up right afterwards. Which means acapella. So we're going to be really straying away from our usual music you expect here. And I love acapella, so I'm not really worried about it. But, you know, a lot of people like the, the newer stuff. They want to they hear uh, what I play. So um, kind of just going chetzi chetzi, if you will, on that end. 
and that's what we'll do this week for Pesach. And then uh, what else do we got? This week we have Joanna Shepson's interview. As she speaks to Tova Hammett, she is the creative arts design and retail director at the First Station. So if any of you are listening to this, maybe you're in Israel right now, on your way to Israel, there'll be stuff to talk about, Pesach-related and just generally related as well. I, I uh, Before we go to our song, I just wanted to tell you, I, I'm usually not sick often. I was sick last week. It was uh, last, actually, Wednesday night. A week ago tonight was a really miserable night for me, but I'm feeling better. I don't know if you can tell. My voice my voice sounds better. And uh, as we get to that, hopefully, as we get to that interview, not interview, I should say, just that when we talk to Miriam at the end of this show, you'll hear that both of our voices are back to being strong, eloquent, and what other fancy word you want to throw out there. All right. I told you. Pesach music. Joanna Shepson. And as we start off every Wednesday and every Wednesday only with Mahapecha Shel Simchan Bite Size right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Shamati Sheosim Pomesi Babiladai. אף אחד לא עושה את זה יותר טוב ממני, היי נשים את הצרות מאחוריי אני לא הולך עד שכולכם מג'נונים, היי שמעתי שהתחלתם בלעדיי אף אחד לא עושה את זה יותר טוב ממני, היי הראש כבר מסתובב כולם בהיי לא נעצור עד שכולכם מג'נונים Ma ha pecha shel simcha 
Now the Seder's where I go Me and my fam at the table Eating matzah like the Hebrews long ago So come over, we start Passover Seder By blessing the wine And we wash in our hands And we grab parsley, dip it in the salt water And break the middle matzah in half And now we're singing like Girl, you know I want matzah Matzah was handmade by my father before me Thanking God that we were freed Let out a slavery in Mitzrayim Say, boys, now we'll drink four cups Spill for the place and go walk with the Magid Thanking God that we were freed Thanking God that we were freed mm-hmm. Feeling love from my Seder crew Gonna rock out the Dayenu Chagad Yala and Nadir Hu Next year in Yerushalayim Tonight family fills the room And the kitchen smells like soup For eight days we're saying thank you to God Who took us out of Mitzrayim He took us out of Mitzrayim For eight days we're saying thank you to God Who took us out of Mitzrayim Washings again before the meal can begin And eat the matzah our forefathers ate They had the leaves with flea No time to add yeast Now we've got unleavened bread on the plate Take a bite of the Mara so we remember the horrors of our lives as Egyptians slaves And from Rosa to that we put it on matzah and then eat Hillel sandwich then Shulchan Arei And we're singing like, girl you know I want matzah Matzah was handmade by my papi for me Thanking God that we were freed, let out of slavery Mitzrayim said boys, now we'll drink four cups Spill for the place and go on with the Magid Thanking God that we were freed Thanking God that we were free, Dayenu. Feeling love from a Seder crew. Gonna rock out to Dayenu. Chagad Yala and Nadiru. Next year in Yerushalayim. Tonight family fills the room. And the kitchen smells like soup. For eight days we're saying thank you to God who took us out of Mitzrayim. Took us out of Mitzrayim. Take us out of Mitzrayim 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 Take us out
melech malchei amlachim Ana melech malchei amlachim Hakadosh baruch hu ana melech Ana melech, ana melech Ana melech malchei amlachim Ana melech malchei amlachim Hakadosh baruch hu ana
are coming through the door. Let's have some fine wine. You see the kid is shine for cups of more. Wash your hands clean. But with a blessing this time you don't make it. You grab your creams. Hit a bit in the salt water but wine. Tears from your eyes.
Abend immer beten, war Pharmaschiachevet, noch kämen, wenn wir vertrugen sie. Jeder einer Abend immer beten, war Pharmaschiachevet, er will schon kämen, er wart auf dir in mir. Ah, 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 ah,
So we celebrate with unrisen dough And yes, we'll make a fuss Got a relative sitting next to us Little brother asking for questions And I'm about to dip some vegetables oh, oh. Going back for cups of wine And after dinner time The Afikoman I must find So let's go oh, oh. Let's go Tonight the Seder's ours, 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 ours Made sure dessert is par, 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 par If it's comets, we will starve, 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 starve Because it's P-A-S-S-O-V-E-R Horseradish burns like tongue, 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 tongue There's matzo in my tongue, 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 tongue The table's full of crumbs, 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 crumbs Because it's P-A-S-S-O-V-E-R Raise that kid's cup, 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 cup Raise that kid's cup, 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 cup Raise that kid's cup, 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 cup Raise that kid's cup, 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 So put your hands up As we tell the story How we got our freedom We take me trial Me, me trying My tummy's filling up But my heart is filling with Pride, pride, pride Pride, 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 pride. It's ready tonight Singing, die, die, a new tonight Cause baby, tonight 
You're sleeping, sleeping, close to my whole There's a smile deep, deep within you. Ushaneinu, Rina, Rina. This song's for singing, Rina. Shira Malois, Vishuvashim. Here we go now, here we go again. Hoyinu, Ayinu, Kechomim. It's like you're sleeping, sleeping, close to my whole There's a smile deep, deep within you. Ushaneinu, Rina, Rina. This song's for singing, Rina. the second hour, and you know what that means. It's time for Joanna Shepson's interview with Tova Hammetz, the creative arts design and retail director. And if you're in Israel with still something, maybe an opening in your schedule of an hour or two, you'll want to pay careful attention to this interview because she's going to discuss some uh, Pesach-related things you could do there. So here's Joanna's interview with Tova Hammetz right here on Bite Size on the Nachum Siegel Network. 
Thank you, Yoni. So today I'm sitting in the first station, which I like to describe it as a central hub of culture, restaurants, kids attractions, shops um, in the center of Jerusalem. And I'm with Tova Hammett. Hi, Tova. Hey, how you doing? Good. Tova is one of those people you describe as Tova does everything. <laughs> she's, she's everywhere, knows everyone, does everything. But she actually has an official title here at the first station. She's the creative arts design and retail director. So Tova's going to tell us a little bit about how the first station has grown and uh, what you can expect over the Pesach vacation. Yeah, it's actually amazing that every day we have new things happening and we're growing the things that already existed here, upgrading and renewing all of the fun, cultural and culinary experiences here at the First Station. And so because I love to talk about kids' activities, let's start there and then we'll, we'll move on. So... The Kids Station, what types of activities do you have here for kids and when are they open? So we've always had a fantastic gymboree, which, you know, was entertaining for kids of younger ages and kept them busy climbing, running, doing. And we added a number of rides besides for our regular carousel that we've had, which is wonderful and beautiful, and several other rides outside. We now have bumper cars which have just been introduced to the first station, a brand new section called Anat's Toy World with fabulous pretend fantasy play, toys, games, and it's just an amazing experience for kids both younger and kids who are a little bit older as well. And you also still have the, gym, the bungee trampoline? Yep, and the gymboree, which has gotten tons of new equipment that really updates it and brings it into a makes it accessible, again, not just for ki- younger kids, but for kids of all ages, so that it's fun from ages, you know, even one, two years old, up until 12 years old, 13 years old, who want to run around, have a good time, and keep themselves busy with, with lots of things. Especially over Passover, we have a petting zoo, a small animal petting zoo, which will also include nature activities, where you can do arts and crafts and all sorts of nature activities with the animals, with things from around the first station, nature, trees, flowers, whatever, creating your own amazing stuff. I think another um, activity that people love, especially little kids, is you actually have a kiddie train that rides, that rides down yep. the, the old train track path. Yeah, and the amazing thing about our train is actually that it's not just for kids. We have adults who are riding the train, sometimes by themselves, sometimes with their kids, using their kids as an excuse to ride the train, whatever. And it takes you all around the first station so you can see not just everything that's in the kids' station, uh, but also everything that's fun to do and wonderful about the first station, the restaurants, the arcade, the shops that we have, the designer's market. So tell us, tell us actually about that designer's market because that's something special happening over Pesach. Yeah, so our designer's market is usually throughout the year. It's open certain days in the afternoons. And especially over Pesach, it's actually open every day from the morning until late into the evening, from 9 a.m. until at least 9 p.m. every day. It's a place where artists uh, and creators from all around Israel with amazing, unique products that they hand make or that they've created come together from all around Israel to showcase what they have here and make their products and their amazing art available to everyone who comes through the first station. So I know I personally love coming to these designer markets and I've bought um, incredible smelling candles from Shoshana. Yes, soaps and candles. Jerusalem Soap Company. Handmade scarves. And I've also bought scarves that I use as head scarves yep. from, from Susanna Dekel. Yep. 
and, and Susanna sometimes even offers botanical botanical prints offers eco workshops so you can create things of your own out of the nature of the land. You can so create- that's what I love because I love walking around and looking at the stalls and seeing the different um, pieces of art or gift items. And my kids are like, we're bored. We want to do something. But the best thing about First Station is that you've got workshops going on all the time. So they're sitting at the workshop. I'm walking along doing my little shopping. And then we go off and we have something to eat. So it's yeah. like and perfect. Especially what we've been focusing on now in the last couple of months is creating a space where those designers and artists come not just to sell what they've created, which is amazing and you can only get those things here, but where they're also bringing what they do and making it available to families. So it's not just a kid's activity or just an adult activity. We're offering activities that really speak to the whole family. So it's something that parents can do with their kids or grandparents can do with the grandchildren or cousins can come together of different ages and, you know, have a fantastic fun time at a concert, but also follow it up with glass painting or mosaics or making their own hats while, you know, the older kids and parents want to make scarves or bags, all kinds of things that they can create and take home with them and feel they have a wonderful experience while they're here, but it's also something they get to take home and enjoy forever. So that, let's give a shout out to Abigail Adler, who's going to be here running open studio art workshops. Yeah, every day you can, you can come by, drop in, you can either sign up for a full day activity or you can have drop-ins. Uh, kids of all ages can come and do amazing projects. And most importantly, I see that they're putting up shades over where she's going to be sitting. So there are shady areas, and also that gymboree you mentioned is an indoor area. So exactly. if it's we have hot. both options. So this yeah. way, it's really all weather. You know, it's not weather permitting. Her activities that we have going on are also uh, available outdoors, indoors, so that we can accommodate whatever the weather is. We don't ever. We're have expecting to good weather. We are expecting Amazing good weather. weather. It's going to be fun but, and beautiful. So now the other side of the first station is the nightlife. The nightlife here is incredible, and the truth is, you work so hard, and you are constantly Facebook living at night. Yeah. Everyone wants to follow Tova Hammett's on Facebook, but actually, you can follow First Station on Facebook because she posts these videos. Tell me, like, what type of events? What is the culture, and what is Gula Bar? So, okay, we have a number of amazing staff members here at the First Station who also are all working together with us to create content and programs and events that are just unbelievable. Like, give are, me examples of what's so going to be. So, for example, like the Gula, which is, where the, which is where our cultural terminal is, where we have all sorts of things happening, is catering their Passover program for kids especially. They have plays available for kids during the day. So normally where they would have poetry slams and concerts and speakers for adults every night. Over Passover, they're actually opening up in the afternoons to offer plays for kids. Uh, we have concerts happening every day. The, the, there's like a main stage. At the main stage, yeah. yeah. We have concerts every day. Uh, we have fitness classes that you can do every morning over Holmoid. You can come do Pilates, Tai Chi, uh, acro yoga, any, any kind of fitness that you want to squeeze in between eating over all the time, you have, you can, you can work it off in the mornings here. You also and have then, dance parties a yeah, lot, right? Every night we have dance parties. We have, uh, Israeli dancing. We have salsa dancing. We have this over Pesach. We're actually having a West Coast swing, uh, interactive show where you can come and do swing and also watch it happening by some of the best in Israel. Um, and we have artists, also Israeli artists. Some who are really well-known and others who should definitely get to know who are going to be here performing. And the best thing about it is that both before and after these amazing concerts and events that we have activities going on, 
is every place in the Tachana is getting themselves ready to accommodate, you know, all of, all of our visitors for Pesach too, for Passover. Um, most of our restaurants are already kosher for Passover or getting there, uh, offering full menus. That and then we should say, also, most of the restaurants are not kitneo. That's, That's a right. new thing in Israel. Libar is, is kosher for Passover. Wow. With, you know, without kitneot. Uh, Lechem Basar is open, kosher for Passover, without kitneot. Uh, you have Hamiznon. You have Fresh, which has actually an amazing kosher for Passover menu at Fresh, with pastas, pizzas, and a full Israeli breakfast, all kosher for Passover. And our one place that is the most amazing pasta place you know, in Jerusalem, Fiori is actually uh, closing down their pasta and opening up a special fish and chips booth oh, wow. for, all of, for all of Passover. So you can get Fiori fish and chips every day and follow that up with a rebar. So, Fantastic. Nobody is going to go hungry at the first station, that's for sure. Yeah. But um, there's one special event I want to give a, a shout out to. There's going to be a Scaventures guidebook launch party. That yes. just sounds so exciting. Just describe to me what it is. So it's actually more, almost more exciting for us than even for everybody that's going to be there, which is going to be fabulous because this is not just a book launch, but it's a book and game launch because... Uh, Tali, who is the founder and CEO of Scaventures, which if you don't know about it, you should know about it because it has amazing uh, programming all over Jerusalem and all over Israel with scavenger hunts that let you really experience Israel to its fullest, has created a fully interactive, one-of-a-kind, detailed book about Israel that gives you a taste of something and, and of Jerusalem, that gives you a taste of Jerusalem that you really have never seen before and that you won't get anywhere else. And it's not just something you read, it's something you do. It's self-guided scavenger hunts. And it's yeah. more than that because it comes with all these different elements. It's not just, again, it's, you're not reading a book. You're experiencing Jerusalem through this interactive experience. And it's going to be available for the first time ever here at the First Station on Thursday morning. And I think for a, for a special price too. For yeah. an exclusive price that you will not be able to get anywhere else or ever again. And not only that, it includes the first ever uh, launch of the game that's included with the book, which is actually about the first station and trains, the history, and some very secret information that you won't, you won't be able to find anywhere else but here. And it's going to be a competition. So when you come and you participate in the game, you are actually not just having fun with your whole family and learning tons of things about the history of the first station and everything that we have here. But you actually are involved in a competition with some really incredible prizes from the first station that the winners get to go home with. Excellent. Sounds very exciting. So we're really, we want to just give one more shout out out to Tali and say that we're so excited to see your new book. Everyone should come out on Thursday, April 5th. Play the game. From 10 to 12 and come play the game. You might even win a fun in Jerusalem popsicle. So there's just so much going on here. Where is the best place for tourists to check out and keep on on top of all the different events that are going to be coming? Well, we have a website. It's available in English and in Hebrew, obviously, but we also want to keep everybody up to date to the minute the best we can. So we have three Facebook pages that you can find out more information. We have the main First Station Facebook page, which has a list of every event that's happening here. And we also have the terminal, Targut, the uh, Facebook page, which includes you know everything that's happening inside of the Gula, which is also kosher for Passover. They have a, a bar and food uh, inside as well. And we have the designer's market, 
and community market page, Yeridim B'mitcham HaTachana. It's the designer's market fairs and festivals. Uh, and if you follow there, you can also learn more about all of the incredible vendors and their businesses and what they're doing here at the first station. Uh, and keep track of who's going to be here on what days so that you can come. Or you can just show up and be surprised at what amazing things we have here. I love it because I feel always like if there are tourists in town and they're like, oh, I've got about an hour or two, what should I do? I always say go to First Station. And it's something you can come back to multiple times over your trip because there are going to be different vendors here totally. and different activities going on. So yeah. it's great. Now, if anyone wants to reach Tova directly because she is the queen of the First Station, <laughs> you can email firststation at funinjerusalem.com and I will make sure that email gets straight to her. Um, if you're an aspiring singer, if you're an aspiring designer, you should be in touch with Tova. Yeah. And, um, and also Fun in Jerusalem. If you check out the Fun in Jerusalem page about the first station, you'll also have up-to-date information in English. They're specially featured. It actually includes pictures that aren't anywhere else. So if you want to see a, a more... Uh, complete picture of the first station in English, you should check out our Fun in Jerusalem page. Fantastic. We're actually working on a little video right now as we speak. We hope we'll be posting it on our blog post about this bite-sized interview. So um, check out the blog post. And uh, most importantly, when you come, whether it's for Pesach, the summer, or any time, stop in at the first station. And I can't wait to see you. you. I'll give you a little hint. You'll know it's Tova because <laughs> sometimes her hair is dyed different colors like blue or pink. Or rainbow. Maybe. Or rainbow. So stop, uh, stop by, stop her and say, Tova, I heard you on the radio. Um, she'll love to hear that. And we'd love to see you here. All right. And now back to you, Yoni. Thank you, Joanne. And again, thank you, Tova Hammett, the creative arts design and retail director at the First Station. Uh, if you came in halfway through the interview, don't worry. You could find it again. Just check out our archives for the, uh, I guess, the rest of it that you missed. And if you are uh, in Israel right now, Maybe you're on the plane right now, so you're listening to the archives on a Thursday. Maybe you're just listening to the archives on a Thursday anyway because you're too busy on a Wednesday to listen live. I get it. It's fair. But if you're in Israel or you know someone in Israel that, that keeps saying, hey, we, you know, I don't have what to do on, a, on, a, on Tuesday afternoon. you have any good ideas? Send them to Joanna. Joanna is at funinjerusalem.com. And uh, either email her or just check out the website. And I'm sure, I'm telling you, you'll find something great to do or she'll point you to something great to do. So again, funinjerusalem.com for plenty more information on Pesach plans or really anything in general in Israel. Maybe it's after Pesach and you're going to be there. Maybe it's for Yom Atma, whatever it is, funinjerusalem.com. Plenty more music coming up, regular music, Pesach music, all the good music. And we'll end the show with Miriam L. Wallach, probably talking about something Pesach related, if I had to guess. Now, listen, who produces the show? It, it remains to be seen. Is it me? Is it Miriam? Is it, is it Nachum? Whoever produces it, they'll tell me. They'll tell me what the subject is. But I have just a funny feeling it has something to do with Pesach. I don't know. We'll see. That comes up towards the end of the show. We never know when. 10.50, 10.45. Who knows? Whenever we're feeling it. And that comes up again at the end. More coming up on Bite Size right here. On the Nachum Siegel Network.
שם היינו, היינו, לפרו במצרים, במצרים. עבדים היינו, הטאטא בנחורים, בנחורים. עבדים היינו, הטאטא בנחורים, בנחורים. שפתים דיינו, די דיינו, די דיינו, די דיינו, 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 די דיינו, די דיינו, די דיינו, דיינו, דיינו. והיא שעמדה והיא שעמדה לאבותינו ולנו כל יום כמו מרוץ פה. גם גם אם אתה קצת מתוסכל, ונראה לך שזהו המזל, פתח בשם ותאמין בו. דספסיטו, קח את החיים שלך ודספסיטו, כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא קרידו, לכל הכבוד הטוב ותאמין בו. דספסיטו, קח את החיים שלך ודספסיטו, כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא קרידו. כל הכבוד זה טוב, 
דבר בזמן שלא יבוא גרידו, וכל הכבוד זה טוב הטעמים בו. דספסיטו, קח את החיים שלך בדספסיטו, דבר בזמן שלא יבוא גרידו, וכל הכבוד זה טוב הטעמים בו. של לעבוד בלי לחצים אפשר ללמוד הכל יהיה פשוט מאוד אחרת איך אפשר לשרוד את החיים שלך תתחיל לקחת בקלות מה זה כסף אך בלי יושר אין לו משמעות עצור לחשוב לפני שתאחר את הרכבת הילדים גודלים ומה נשאר רק המזכרת תגיד להם איזו מילה טובה ותחבק יש רגעים שבשבילם תתנתק ניסית ניסית שלא עשית את הכל רצית בנית בנית ומה שלא ראית איך שהזמן עובר כאן ולא יחזור שוב לאחור לחייך אם אתה מרגיש שאתה כל הזמן רוצה להספיק הכל פשוט תזכור דספסיטו את החיים שלך ודספסיטו כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא גרידו וכל הכבוד זה טוב אתה מבוא דספסיטו את החיים שלך ודספסיטו כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא גרידו וכל הכבוד זה טוב I think about that day When the entire Jewish nation puts their bread away There's so much to clean But when the holiday is through I'll be upset that time just flew I think that bread is new Springtime, Seder nights We'll sink into our seats To learn about our nation's plight And celebrate our freedom And our crossing of the sea God called us to be on his team Whoa, buy one, get one free Without a nickel to our names Kosher food, free of rain All these prices just insane But gluten-free Cause once we reach that Seder night And satiate our appetites We'll realize that our birthright Is quite the story My wife and all my kinder telling me I'm going gray But little do they know it's from the yearly heap of chores She tells me that there's always more So I'm back here at the store And even when mom answers no Or when the satyrs move and slow My macaroons and crispios are all I need And when we're all engaged in song of generations going strong That'll be the thing to push us on and go, go
sun goes down, our families gather round. That's how Passover is. Bo tak po lewalo 
Up here on Bite Size, but it's not the rap rap yet. 
It's just the pre-rap to the rap. There's a lot of rap going on. We'll uh, we'll be without raps kind of soon because Pesach's coming up, and uh, I guess it's time to wish a good morning first to Miriam Elwal. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. No raps going to be on your menu this no. coming? No. I mean, you know, there'll be Pesach or whatever's. Yeah, so I mean, I wanted to talk to you about Pesach and, and I guess your menu and just other random Pesach things. Sure. Instead of... Uh, Regular wraps, you're going to have like lettuce wraps, no like uh, spring rolls. Type. You know, there's a lot of. Am I creative... giving you good ideas now? Well, I'm giving you good ideas. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm the only one who would be excited in my house about seeing a lettuce wrap, let's be honest. <laughs> true. Right. It would be more like ma, no. Um, but there's a lot of good Pesach stuff out there. So I'm looking forward. Is it true or not true that like um, over the last five years, pretty much everything that. I grew up certainly to be not kosher for Pesach is now kosher for Pesach. The only thing we're missing is is challah. Yeah, I mean, there is basically kosher for Pesach challah. Right, out there. that's that's it. Then we're done. It's wild. It's crazy. And people like freak out about it. I'm just like, guys, it, trust me, everyone's going to be fine. It, to me, the 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 thing I actually hate, I actually really despise it, and hate the strong word. I really dislike it. Is the lines after after the eighth day of Pesach to uh-huh. get pizza. Yes, there's also like, like, come on, grow up. Right. I exactly. I, you know, I am often the person who doesn't need chametz until another day after. Like, I'm not missing anything. There's and- a good chance I'm going to eat matzah till way a solid week after Pesach. I hear that. I like. I love like matzah and cream cheese. I look forward to matzah is amazing. Matzah and cream cheese is. It's a food group. Yeah, absolutely. I was in the supermarket on um, Sunday, not in a kosher supermarket, but in a food town that tends to cater to a much, um, shall we say, loosely observant group. Okay. And um, so the the choices are very limited, but as a result of that, you can get through the store without having to right. knock somebody over. Yeah. So I am at the in front of the Tempty Cream Cheese, checking all the packages, making sure I'm taking the right ones mm-hmm. off the shelf, right? And I take six tubs of Tempty and put it in my, my cart. And this guy looks at me and he says, how many kids do you have? <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, six. So he goes, oh, okay, so then you can have six tubs of cream cheese, as if I needed his permission. And, oh. I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, thank you. And then he comes back and he goes, wait, so can I ask you a question because you'll probably be the person to ask this to? And I said, sure. He looks at me and goes, do you have a good brisket recipe? Like, all of a sudden, mm, nice. like, all of a sudden I was quintessential nice. Orthodox mom with six kids who, if you're going to ask somebody for a brisket recipe- I'm assuming you gave him. Of course I did. Oh, okay. Because you know it's my job to spread good food across the land. Right. Tempty cream cheese is the oh stuff. Oh, my God. It's the it's stuff. So There's stuff good. I look forward to. Tempty cream cheese with whatever. And he, not more matzah. I actually like it with just like the regular out-of-the-box. Machine. Yeah, machine matzah. Yeah. Um, you bet chocolate syrup. <gasps> so funny I use that all year, that? by the way. That, I think it's Yoni. better than Hershey's, personally. Agreed. But Yoni, I couldn't find it. What? I couldn't find it. Is a shortage? Don't tell me that. I don't know, I but I was finding right I was sure. finding the Liebers and the this. I'm like, no, no it's, it's got to be Uvet. It's got to be yellow. And, and you stock up finally, because you want it. Right. Finally, I found it. I Good. was like, game on. And there's a dark Uvet. Oh, there yeah. mm, I don't I'm know sure about I felt that. about that. I'm trying to think of what uh, what are other staples uh, for me on Pesach. So there are have... there are some staples at the Wallach household. Okay, fine. Um, Stephen Wallach likes his mandel cuts, which is this very very dry cookie esque 
kind of what, thing. What brand is it? Manischewitz. I mean, okay. there are okay. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are other. There are almost. Yeah, they're like really it. small biscotti. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to call them biscotti, fine. Um, so that's one thing. One of my kids is obsessed with Crispy O's cereal, which I don't think I've ever had. Right? There's I no. Just, there's I love no cereal, reason. but for eight days, I yeah, I give you can do without. Exactly, you can do without. I and this is going to shock the living daylights, living daylights out of you. I'm obsessed with Pesadilla pancake mix. Like <laughs> okay. it's it's amazing. First of all, it's you could use it as spackle. It's so heavy and. Just like concrete, really? like oh my god! Like it's you amazing. buy enough to have like after Pesach also. Well, I don't. First of you all, don't really, I don't really partake in this kind of stuff yeah. after Pesach, simply because I'm always watching, and also the gluten just destroys okay. me. Um, I don't have enough migraine medication for this upcoming holiday, but we're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, but I I love it. It's always been a childhood favorite, and I don't want it with chocolate chips in it, and I don't want it with. You want the straight? I don't plain, want flavor. Original. Correct. Spackle to put it in. And you know what's amazing about it is that once you make the batter according to the package, because it's matzah, it just absorbs all the liquids. You constantly have to add more liquid to it. It's uh, like a uh, science experiment almost. Yeah, it's I don't amazing. Think I've made it, but I think I've had it. Oh, it's so good. I do like matzah pizza. Yeah, obviously, yeah. and I like matzo lasagna. Well, that was that thing at uh, right at, at seasons uh, is that they made lasagna noodles, yeah. but and I think that that's really cool. And I, but you want like to yeah, actually just give me a board of matzo. About two months after machine. Pa- oh, for sure, in the yeah. yellow box, uh, no pink box, only strikes is first. But I, one year, a couple of months after Pesach, I was like, forget it, I'm just going to make matzo lasagna. And I was, it, it went in a second. It was like June, and I'm making my kids matzo lasagna. They were so happy. So happy. I made that, and if I make matzo pizza. Well, for the most part, lasagna is mostly about, like, the sauce and the, uh. Yeah, but for some reason or another, th- something about the matzo, in my opinion. It just, adds a crunch. Well, at that point, it doesn't at have that a point, crunch. It's soggy, but right? it's, it, it, it's, it's almost a better flavor. Interesting. Yeah, it's almost a better flavor. I can't say that about all the Pesach noodles yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of a thing. It's just, I'd be lying. But this is a really, this is a staple. That is a huh. staple for me. My, and my kids like, and actually they realized last week that I wouldn't be able to do this for the first Seder, is that I take broken shmura and um, I drizzle it with flavored oil because, of course, I make my own yeah, flavored oils. I had no doubt about that. Right, so I drizzle it with flavored oils, like whether it's spicy, you know, spicy olive oil that I've infused with chili flakes, or um, or roasted garlic oil, mm-hmm. and then I sprinkle it with salt and a little bit of parsley, or vice versa, and I put it in the oven for maybe thirty seconds, and it comes out like a like a like a crisp bread, not a bread, like a crisp cracker, and it is so good. And it's like kosher flavor. salt, it's really totally good. Seems like a lot more work. It's not. It takes two seconds to do, and my kids love it, and they realize I can't do it for the first Seder. Because it's Chavez. Because it's Chavez, so we do not cook. Right, right, right. Right, so, but they were they were okay. totally... Interesting. Yeah, so that's also a Wallach family staple. What about like uh, lolly cones? Is that a thing? It used to be a thing when I, I mean, it was a thing when I was a kid. My kids are not so mock pit on it. Like they don't need it. When I was a kid, we needed to have almond kisses, which are also, yes. 
is. Which I are, used to sell Bartons back so in the day. Who didn't? Yeah, right? All right, Yopo. Um, yeah. I'm still in your generation. Stop it now. They don't, don't do that don't anymore. Do that no to kids sell it, right? No kid sells anything that yeah. we can't buy on eBay. Um, give me a break. But they. Um, magazine subscriptions. Yeah, no um, more. Are you kidding? Chocolate bars. Well, you have to do the magazine subscriptions for the eighth grade yearbook. Wow, okay. That's a hafter thing. Still. That's a killer. That's why we get Wired Magazine and Popular Mechanics. But anyway, because um, we're fixing cars. Here. We're fixing cars in the backyard at the Wallachs. The um yeah so so almond kisses were a big thing, lolly cones were a big thing, but in my fruit slices no that is just flag on the play that is not ha- coming into my house <laughs> nothing that is, real about it that is not coming into my house. The problem with the lolly cones is that when you have six kids they go right away. Yeah, you need four packages. <laughs> so forget about it for sitting exactly. It's like and boom, it's one bite. What about those like chocolate covered matzas? No, that never had a place in my home, and I don't do the whole matza crunch like the t- you know when people like pour chocolate and toffee yeah, yeah, over yeah, and whatever yeah. and make yeah. it into brittle. That. That's not my thing either. Yeah. It's not my thing. You know why? Because people don't realize they have to wash for it and then that's a mess right right yeah. you got there's a lot of washing that happens this holiday how long is uh have you have you ever done a seder just the family just the yes you, you ate yes yes and how long is that seder? Uh, is it longer or or shorter oh just us eight maybe ten okay fine nine, ten. yeah yeah, yeah uh maybe our immediate plus my mom or something right. is that a long seder or a short one um uh, it, I like run a, we run a tight ship okay so it's yes. tight ship but Still question. Yes, shtick. of course, of course. And actually, somebody gave me a great tip. Uh, Doctor Scott Goldberg gave me a, from uh, Israeli gave me a great tip years ago um, when I was bluntly honest about the fact that I do not want to hear two hours worth of recycled divrator from every Rebbe and whatever. Exactly. I hope my mom's not listening. Right. Yeah. So he actually suggested that we break some up for lunch. So, you know, this way, mm. right, which isn't a bad idea at all. And also, you know, sp- tell the kids to split it up between two nights. It's not just two nights. It's four meals. Right. So, you know, talking a little Torah at your lunch meal is not a bad idea. That's a good move. So we, we've we invoked that. And actually, after listening to the Pesach show this week, Tanakhum's JMA and Pesach show, I really like the idea of taking the Koshel Eliyahu and then, then breaking it up between all of us at the table for the fourth coast. Right. I think that's really nice. It's also a lot less wasteful than me dumping it in the sink. Yeah, I was trying to think like what my family does. You throw it out like every other good Ashkenazi Jew. When, if we ever ate in the house, it was always second Seder. I think we always kept it for Avdala. Really? I think that's what our custom was. That's interesting. I think that's what it was. That's interesting. Oh, I'm going to blow your mind for a second. Would you yep. like to know what a, what a, a minhug was in my house growing up? And I can tell you. I mean, the yeah, I'd like it. to know. I'm just trying to figure it out. There's but... no way you'd know. Second seder was milchix. So I'll explain yeah. to you how. Eh, I'll explain to you how it went. No, no. I'm just like I, so. I'm the take ca- my headset off. Right. The kaara came off the table. We changed the tablecloths. Like the seder plate came off. Everything having to do with anything flashix came off the table. And we had roasted potatoes, and we had salmon, and we had cheesecake, and that was a second seder. And then when it came time to put the kaara back, to put the seder plate back, we would change the tablecloth back, and that's how it was. Right. Because you have the shank bone. Correct. So why was this? my minhug and i'm sad to say that that uh that minhug fell by the and wayside quite quickly yeah. right first of all my brothers were not bringing that into their home yeah, no chance yeah and my cousins have basically all made aliyah so you, uh, 50 days later you'll have shavuos like just wait all of my cousins have made night. aliyah so they only have one seder the only person right. who would continue it would be me and uh that's the first kibosh Stephen wallach placed 
um, in terms of sharing minhagim yeah. when we got married. So what was the what was the rationale behind it? When my great grand made a mistake. No, yeah. when my great grandparents lived in Bayonne, New Jersey. Bayonne. Bayonne, New Jersey. And my grand great grandfather, Rabbi Aaron Charney, um, who um, was a Mahaber Sfarim and a real Talmud Chacham, he was also the chairman. He, chairman. He was also the chaplain of the Jewish Firemen's Association in in New Jersey. And so, the first day of lunch, all of the the Jewish firemen would come to my great grandparents for lunch. And my great grandmother, for whom I am named, would make everybody lunch. It is easier to serve seventy some odd people fleshiks especially on Pesach, than it is to serve them milk. Okay. So everyone had brisket and everyone had potato kugel. The thing was that everyone, that all the food that she could serve to them had to be soft enough to be eaten with a spoon because she only had enough spoons for 70 some odd people rather yeah. than full play settings. But my, gr- right. but my great grandparents could not digest two fleshic meals in one day. So the second Seder became Milchik's. And so it was. So it was. Correct. All right. Well, I'm well, glad I wasn't there. Yeah. Well, no I, I will be honest with you. So Stephen Wallach not so much enjoyed those uh, Milchik's Sedarim when we first got married and when we went to my parents for the first days of Yontif. He did not enjoy this. He was a good sport about it. But I remember those days fondly, not just because I don't eat meat, but because... Um, it's it's a much lighter and easier meal, especially I mean, I an that, hour but... later when <clears throat> right. you're sitting at your seder and yeah. you know and and you're done with korech, which is my favorite part of the seder. Sandwich time. There you go. Yeah, and all of a sudden you're smearing your your shmura with your butter and whatever else. <laughs> like that's good times. That's I can't good even times. like fathom that. Right, that's so funny. but that's what we did. Second seder was mochiks. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, any big plans for Cholamoid? You're um, here the whole time? You're you're in New York? You're... I am in the Haligan, New York area. Okay. We will be going to Great Adventures with Nahum. Okay. Because um, he is emceeing that concert with Benny Friedman. Mm-hmm. Thank you, New Jersey and CSY. And uh, yeah, the car show takes place in the Javits Center in New York, and then my kids love it. Oh, nice. So we're going to go to do that because we'd like to see how many wallets you can fit in a trunk. A lot of Jews probably going to be there? Just or? a few. Okay. Yes, there's always Bisley and like, you know, Lay's potato chips on the floor. Right. Lovely, lovely. Mets game, Yankees game. No, not this year. I'm not doing that. Um, and also Macy's, their annual flower show, is still in bloom, so to speak, um, till I think the end of Cholamoid. So we're going to do the Javits Center and then do that and we'll get together with friends, you know, that kind of stuff. And you're bringing snacks with you the whole time? You're yes. eating in the city? Yes. I, I'm not planning on eating in the city. If I do eat in the city, I am going to Bedford. Right. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, I saw that they had a Pesach menu. Yes. And so does Doghouse. I'm, I was trying to figure out, I, I read that that menu with the, with the burgers. Is it, it, it just, there's bun no- Bun free? I don't know. I bun free? See is it like lettuce wrapped? Like I, that, that, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell. Right. I couldn't and tell. I didn't know if they were so ahead of the times- rolls type thing? That they had, fig- well, shahakal, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. As that's I tried to explain point. to somebody, there is no Mizonos. <laughs> yeah. There's, it's one or the other. It's Not either shahakal or it's hamotzi. Right, one last question. Yes. Are you a fan of the way Pesach sets up this year? Meaning it's I on know Shabbos, it's just two and two. Do you like the three that you prefer three day antif or do you like when it's in the middle? Well, I don't love a three day antif for all the reasons that people don't love three day antifs. I love three day antifs. That's shocking to me. It, it's shocking to a lot of people, but I love the three days of just 
chill. By yeah. the time you're right, but for no, by by the third night, I'm just you just want to shoot yourself, right? I, like, I hear you. Right, let's see what's happening in this world, right? But the third, no, the three day yontif is hard, um, specifically because we have minion in our house and all yontif. It's a lot of in and out. It's a lot of in and out. It's a lot of people coming, you know, through the house, and I make kiddish after. Each one, yeah. So it's a little oh, bit. So the much. the minions in your uh huh my basement always uh Russian sh- uh, on on Pesach and Sukkot. Huh. This way, know. people in the neighborhood who have you know older people who can't walk all the way to shul just right. come to yeah. my house. Yeah. You are a bit of a walk. I well, the whole area is a bit of a walk. Yes, thank yeah. you. Um, so yeah, so that's so the three dance. If I can sort of, it's hard. Do it I'm without. sure it's also harder with cooking and everything. It's the six cooking meals doesn't and, right. No. The cooking doesn't bother me. It's just a lot of in and out of the house. And but if you think of it this way, six meals it gives you an excuse to get one, if not two, maybe dairy meals. Out there of will it. be two dairy meals in my in my two day yontif. Really? Yes. On the, on the back end, lunches. No, what are B- you talking both about? Both lunches are dairy. Yes. Wow. I am so far away. Are you, are you serious? What's wrong with you? Of Both course they're milchiks. Sh- this Shabbos lunch and this Sunday lunch are milchik. Uh, the Shabbos lunch will be parv. Hmm. Shabbos lunch will be... Does Nachum know this? Parv. He's not coming, so what difference does it make? Okay. Um, Shabbos lunch will be parv, and then Sunday will be milchik. And then the last days... Um, Everything milchik. Friday will be milchik, and then Shabbos will probably be parv. Though, interestingly enough, as... Again, par- because it's Shabbos, it's parv. Is that like why? so? I've been Instead making a lot. Um, yeah, okay. that if somebody wants to have flashlights, there's flashlights right. available, kind of a thing. But um, as per again, the Jam and the AM Pesach show, which I had not this I, this whole thing I had not thought of beforehand, is that because um, Achron Shel Pesach is not Yuntif for Israelis, mm-hmm. and I have an Israeli who is coming to me for the last days of Yuntif. I then asked, ah, uh, Taka, I then asked if he could make himself kidneys on, you know, in preparation for Shabbos, he could make it on the seventh day of Pesach and then eat, eat it on the eighth day of Pesach. And the answer was, as long as I'm willing to give up a pot, which I am, then he can do whatever he wants. Right. And Israelis, it's, can, sa- right. it's sa- right. I cannot make it for him. Can your guest cook? I brought it up with my guest, and it so weirded him out. Yeah. Whole, he's like, at this point, I think he's afraid to now come to me for Pesach. Yeah. And I sent him the Makoros because the Rav I asked um, WhatsApped me the 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 two pages out of the Safer, right. and I sent it to my guest, and he's still <laughs> completely. I mean, not feeling it. No, nah, I mean he's so European yeah. or whatever. But um, but evidently in Israel, they the psak is that they can actually Israelis can put up a chalent, good hardcore. You know, chalent erev Shabbos in pre- You know, you have to make an erev shalent anyway, so you can make an erev Shabbos and you with can eat barley it with. Uh, well, the barley I assume is a problem because you got to buy it back. So I would assume beans and rice and and meat, but kidneys. Assuming, assuming you're no, it's the shvi- it's achron shul pesach. Even if you're Ashkenazi, Shabbos is yeah, a pesach. You can't make it on Friday. It's in preparation for Shabbos. Sure. Really. I, I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure this is what this was. What came down? It doesn't matter if you eat kidneys or not. It doesn't matter if you're Sephardi. Eighth day of Pesach. Shabbos. If no, you're no, Israeli, no, isn't yeah, isn't yeah, Pesach? Right. Yeah. Not a rabbi. Neither am I. But isn't this I cool? Say not yet a rabbi. Yeah. I think this stuff is cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm I'm excited for um, the next time we're on air, just wrapping up off and seeing how everything worked out. It's going to be great. Hearing about the mutiny in your household, about all the dairy and pie. No, and... no, no, no. The only person he, who mutinies or who used to mutiny is Steven, and he no longer mutinies. He's, he, it's a lost cause for him. 
Why, 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 yeah, why bark? Why bark at the moon? Okay. Why howl at the moon? There's no point. The um, the only difference is that he's eating a tremendous amount of protein right now. So I just kind of have a lot of fish in the house, right. kind of a thing. Which I feel like you always have anyway. Yeah. And in the studio, I'm gonna do be doing uh, poke bowls. That's cool. Yeah. Did you do that last year also? No, not on Pesach. So good. I do it on Shabbos now. Shabbos lunch has been poke bowls at the Wallachs for a good couple right. of yeah, That's good cool. little while. That I like. Right, so it's going to be sans edamame, sans sesame seeds, right, sans any kind of kidneyos, mm-hmm. uh, but there'll be quinoa. A lot of sans. That's what Pesach's about, though. No, Pesach is about being creatively creatively substituting different things. And remembering our exodus. Amen. As if we ourselves. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, uh, I mean, I guess that's. That's it. That's a rummy. Thank you, Rummy. So get out. Get out. Well, thank you for including me. A chag kasher v'sameach to everyone. Thank you. And chag sameach to you. I'm getting on a plane in a few hours. Yeah, safe travels. That's it. Tisa ni'ima. Tisa ni'ima. They don't do that on the way to Houston. No. I I have my Astros jersey ready to go on the plane. Get the high fives ready. Get everyone in full gear. Full swing for the is, um, uh, baseball season. Is it opener starting. this week? Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, wow. Almost Are you going Thursday straight to the game? game? So it's in Dallas. I actually, uh, I thought about yeah, maybe of course you did. driving up, but I don't know if it's going to work out. My dad wasn't a big fan, but what he don't know don't matter, right? Right. I mean, I'm, you could just tell him your, you like, just tell him your flight came in last night. Yeah, right. Tomorrow, I mean, at night, not <laughs> yeah, exactly. last night. All right. Thanks, All right. Uh, thank, thank you, Yoni. And hug some after to you. And to you. Thank you. Thank you. And that'll do it for us here. On Bite Size of Rummy, we're getting to you. Don't worry. Live lunch coming up in uh, just a few seconds. I'd like to uh, personally wish all of you, all of our listeners, a Chag Kasher Vesameach, a happy, I was going to say sweet New Year. It's not New Year's. It's just Pesach, a, uh, but a happy Pesach. And uh, trust me, everyone will all survive this Pesach. Plenty of food. And uh, when you're going to look back at it next show, when we recap, I'm going to tell you, it's guys. Told you. It was easy. You're not missing out on anything. It's just another uh, few days in April. Sphera, acapella. That's the stuff you'll have to get used to. All right. Thank you all for tuning in to the last two hours here with me. My name is Yoni Pollock. I'd like to wish you all a good day. A chag sameach. And remind you that the bite size is always, always, always the right size.